0: Welcome to the one for the money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner and here I will teach you the tips, tricks and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 42 of the one for the money podcast. I am very grateful you've taken the time to listen. This is my second episode regarding social security. If you want to learn the hundreds of thousands of reasons as in dollars, why you want to delay taking social security, I recommend you listen to episode 41. In this episode, I'll share a few things every American should know about social security. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I'll share a tip on where you can find out the details regarding what your social security benefit will be. Well, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Social security is an absolutely crucial part of one's retirement. It is a stream of income that isn't impacted by the whims of the stock market. Making the best decision regarding when to take social security can have an enormous impact on how much you can enjoy your retirement. When I meet with clients to discuss when it makes sense for them to take social security, We review their goals, assess their investments and other additional income sources in retirement and then run projections with my financial planning software so they make the best choice relative to their goals. And yet there are so many Americans who don't take steps when making this critical decision as you really only have one chance to get it right. There are no do-overs after your full retirement age, which is 67 for those born 1960 or later to receive their full benefit. With Social Security being such a key component of retirement, it's important that Americans understand more about it. The first thing you should know is how to become eligible for it. You earn Social Security by paying FICA taxes. That's the Federal Insurance Contributions Act taxes. You and your employer each pay 6.2% up to a certain level of income. Now, if you are self-employed, you pay both the employer and the employee portions. So you would pay 12.4% of your income to social security. That's what I do. Financial advisors generally recommend that when a person first starts working, that they save 10 to 15% of their income in retirement accounts. So having another 12.4% go towards social security is a healthy amount. Now, many wonder, given that amount paid into social security, should you bother to also save in an IRA or 401k? Because couldn't you just live on social security alone? I'll make it a multiple choice question as to whether you can retire on social security by itself. Answer A is no, you can't. Answer B is you don't want to. Answer C is yes if you enjoy living on the brink of poverty. And answer D is all of the above. And the correct answer is D. You really can and you don't want to and you'd be living on the brink of poverty if you do. And yet, sadly, according to the Social Security Administration, 21% of married couples and about 44% of unmarried persons rely on Social Security for 90% or more of their retirement income. That's why it's critical to save that additional 10 to 15% into an IRA or a 401k. Now, some wonder why it's not enough. Well, Social Security was never meant to provide for a comfortable retirement, but instead is meant to help ensure lower paid workers do not have to retire In relative poverty. This is from the Social Security website. If you have average earnings, your Social Security retirement benefits will replace only about 40% of your pre retirement income. Here is an additional explanation from the American Association of Retired Persons, also known as AARP for short. Social Security's benefit calculation is progressive, meaning it provides. Proportionally higher benefits to lower income workers. To calculate your benefit, Social Security determines your lifetime average monthly income adjusted for historical changes in U.S. wages and applies a formula that slices that monthly figure into three portions and gives the most weight to the lowest one. The result is that the less you earned while working, the more of your income Social Security replaces. For workers who claim benefits in 2023 at the age of 66 and 6 months, that's the full retirement age for people born in 1957, they found that the replacement rate would be 75% of a person's very low career earnings, which is defined as $15,000 a year, or 54.8% for someone with low average earnings, around $27,000 a year. It would replace 40% 40% for someone with medium earnings, so around $60,000 per year. Only a third of someone's high average earnings of around 96000 and only 26% for someone with a maximum average earnings, so over $147,000 per year. As you can see, the lower your income is going into retirement, the more Social Security will replace. Now, many people will still assume Social Security will be enough because their living expenses will go down in retirement. Here is why your expenses don't go down as much as you might think. First of all, there's housing costs. More people are taking mortgages into retirement. And for those that don't, as home gets older, they tend to require more repairs and maintenance. Roof replacements can be very expensive. Transportation costs. If you lease your vehicle, your costs won't go down. And if you own, you'll save money on gas, but insurance and other costs remain close to the same. Household expenses, heat, air conditioning, food, internet, Amazon Prime, and personal care are also likely to stay the same in retirement. And the final category, healthcare and leisure. These two expenses go way up in retirement, especially healthcare, A couple on average spends over $250,000 on healthcare in retirement. Consequently, people are expected to need 70 to 80% of their pre-retirement income to live comfortably in retirement, which is why you need to supplement Social Security with 401k or IRA savings. Another important thing Americans should know about Social Security is how your amount is determined. According to the Social Security Administration website, social security benefits are typically computed using averaged indexed monthly earnings. This average summarizes up to 35 years of a worker's indexed earnings. They apply a formula to this average to compute the primary insurance amount. And that's the basis for the benefits that'll be paid to the individual. Now put in English, they base your benefit on your 35 highest years of earning and adjust each of those annual earnings for inflation. Now you can be eligible to earn Social Security after just 10 years of paying into it, but your monthly benefit will be much lower because of the 35 year average they use. Finally, a really important thing to understand about Social Security is its viability. Many wrongly believe that it won't be there and to take Social Security because they want to get it before it runs out. The Wall Street Journal in March of this year featured an article written by Ann Turgeson, which was entitled, Fear Over Social Security's Future Leads Some to Claim Retirement Benefits Early. And the article shared stories of individuals who claimed Social Security early because they feared it wasn't going to be there. Now, many wonder if Social Security will be there when they retire. And in my opinion, it's a resounding yes that it will be, regardless of how far you are away from retirement. How can I be certain that Social Security will be there when you retire? Well, here's why. For those currently receiving Social Security, 76% of the benefit comes from the current taxes paid by employees and employers. Both individuals and employers pay a 6.2% tax on the first $160,000 of income, and those are 2023 numbers. Beyond that $160,000, individuals pay nothing more, and that may change. More on that below. So where does the other 24% of a person's current benefit come from? Well, the Social Security Trust Fund which has $2.5 trillion in reserves. But based on current withdrawal rates, that trust fund will be exhausted in 2033. So what happens then? Well, adjustments will need to be made. As with all types of planning, it's much easier to make these adjustments sooner than later. Unfortunately, those adjustments will need to be made by the U.S. Congress, which doesn't have a great track record of making timely adjustments, but here are the options as I see them. Option one, they could reduce people's benefits to 76% of what they were. The probability of that happening is close to zero. Older people vote more than any other demographic and politicians want to stay in office so they won't reduce the income of the most active voters who paid into the program. The second option, as I see it, is they can increase the amount of taxable income subject to social security. Currently in 2023, it's 160,000. The probability of this happening, I believe is very high. Taxing the quote unquote rich people isn't nearly as unpopular as the other options. I read that a study conducted by the National Academy of Social Insurance found that removing the income cap over a 10-year phasing period, in other words, making all earned income subject to social security tax would solve 74% of the funding gap all by itself. Think about it this way. There are people that make 1 million or even 10 million or 50 million dollars per year, some professional athletes. And they only pay that 6.2% tax on the first If they eliminate the cap, that would go a long way to resolve the funding problem. The third option, as I see it, is to increase the social security tax higher than the current 6.2% for both employees and employers. The probability of that, in my opinion, It's not as highly likely as option two, raising the amount of income subject to it, but much more likely than option one, where they would reduce people's benefit. The fourth and final option, as I see it, would be to raise the full retirement age from the current age of 67 for those born 1960 or later. And they do that for future generations. Now, a reminder, the full retirement age is when you collect your full benefit. And you can elect to take it as early as 62, but that benefit is reduced significantly. See episode 41 for more information on that. The probability of this option is fairly likely. Life expectancy has been increasing, and it will mostly impact the much younger generations who tend not to vote as much. Seeing a pattern here. Well, I'll finish with some good news. We've been here before in the 1970s and they were able to extend the viability of social security another 50 years so government can get the job done. Well, some final thoughts. While we can't be absolutely certain social security will be there, considering how much everyone has paid into the program, how integral it is to many in retirement and how popular it is, I strongly believe adjustments will be made to ensure the viability of the program. When you take Social Security is critical, and there are significant financial advantages for delaying it until as late as possible. Listen to episode 41 of this podcast for more information. Now, that Wall Street Journal I mentioned earlier provides a novel idea regarding when to take Social Security. To discourage retirees from claiming benefits early, a bipartisan group of senators, including Bill Cassidy, recently proposed changing the terms Social Security uses to describe claiming at 62 from early eligibility age to minimum benefit age. The proposal calls for changing the term for claiming at 70 from delayed retirement credit to maximum benefit age. Finally, I would add all of this further underscores why it's so important we maximize contributions to our own retirement plans, our IRAs, SAP IRAs, 401ks, and defined benefit plans and consider Social Security as just part of your retirement. Well, thank you again for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategy portion of the podcast. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategy portion of the podcast, where I'll share a tip on where you can learn more about your social security benefit. Many want to know what their benefit will be here are some instructions to find out what your estimated benefit will be. Go to the Social Security Administration website. That's www.ssa.gov. There, you will select the My Social Security icon. It's in the left side of your screen, part way down, and select Create Account and enter the requisite information. You will be logged in to your Screen and it'll show information regarding what your projected retirement benefit will be at early retirement, at full retirement age, and at age 70, along with what your survivor benefits would be as well. How is your benefit calculated? Well, from the website itself, it says Social Security calculates your average index monthly earnings during the 35 years in which you earned the most. They apply a formula to these earnings and arrive at your basic benefit or your primary insurance amount. How to ensure you get the maximum amount of Social Security? Well, it really comes down to two factors. The first is to pay your FICA taxes. Some workers choose to get paid under the table to avoid paying taxes, but by failing to pay FICA taxes, they will receive much less in Social Security. The second is to decide on what age to take it. See episode 41 for the strategies to consider. Finally, some may ask whether they will get Social Security if they stayed home and worked by raising the kids. The good news is that you will get 50% of your spouse's benefit or 100% of yours, whichever is greater. What if you're divorced? Well, if you're married for at least 10 years, you'll be eligible for this same benefit. All of this shows why it's so important we maximize contributions to our own retirement plans and consider Social Security as only a small part of our retirement income strategy. Again, I hope you found this helpful. And remember, a better life is a result of better planning. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.